2: You're very welcome to Friday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio and a very special day it is on the show because, you see, 15 years ago on the 5th of January 2009... Late Lunch was born. Our very first show. It's our 15th birthday today and it's a special, special show for us, I have to say. Uh, My sidekick Louise Walsh is not with me. She can't be with us today, but I want to say hello to her. Uh, She may be listening and uh, thank her for all she's done for the show as well. And we have a very special guest returning in in a wee while. My original producer Deirdre Hurley will be with us in a little while on the show 15 years have gone by and I'm delighted to say that two people who were with me on that very first day join us again today. I'm delighted to say hello again to Anna McKenna and to Nikki Smith. Thank you both for coming in and joining us on the show. You're very welcome.
3: Oh, thank you, yeah, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. You haven't, you. haven't
2: <laughs> changed
0: a bit in 15, <laughs> 15
2: years. The so
3: way of that, Jerry. <laughs> Anna hasn't, I have. The <laughs> way of that. Got older and wiser. And older listen, and wiser. listen,
2: uh, do you have any recollections? I was just trying to think back of that first. I know it was just panic here because you know when you're going on the first day with your first ever mm. show and the nerves and everything that, that goes along with that. Have
3: you any re-
2: recollections of, of, of coming here 15 years ago? I do. I you?
3: do. I remember you talking talking to me about it beforehand Mm. and you're very, very nervous.
4: Mm.
3: It was your very first show and your very first into radio type thing. And you were very nervous, Um, but you covered it well and you did well. And I think from that, you've done great work for the community. I mean, it's great that people can listen to other people and hear their views and things, and it's not always um, information as sad or depressing you have good people on that gives you a bit of life and a bit of you know awareness that but before i say anything i'd like to congratulate you and the show on the awards you've received over the years thank you brilliant brilliant and they were so well much. deserved
2: thank you so much nikki well what about you th- that day
0: yeah i, I remember it well Jerry. actually um you know obviously we go back a long way from the north road and yes. uh you know i remember you roaring and shouting on the terraces at dradi united <laughs> and your 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 great support but um you know i do i do remember back then and if i suppose on the 5th of january 2009 if if i knew then what i know now yeah. <laughs> things might be a bit different but however um you know it, it we stood the test of time um your show has been a great asset to the whole region of the northeast i mean it, it's it and the awards as anna said that you've won and, uh, I mean, for me, you're just going from strength to strength. Fair play to you.
2: <laughs> I often yeah. wonder when you reach 15. You know, it, it's a long time yeah. to keep the show yeah. on the road. Yeah. But for you in your business, and everyone knows you, of course, you're synonymous with Smiths on the North Road, the main four dealers and, and more besides. Look at the way your world has changed in 15 years when it comes to cars,
0: Nicky. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Like, I mean, you know, I, I was just looking at a few figures before before I came up. And, you know, in 2008, the year before, um There was 186,500 cars registered in the Republic of Ireland, new cars in the year, which was great. That was what we were used to, you know, 150, 170, 180. The year you started, 2009, the 5th of January, we were about to enter into the worst year in history, uh, in modern history. We sold 57,500 cars that year. Such a collapse. Mm -hmm. Such a collapse, you know. And I mean, dealers, including myself, found it very, very difficult. um, And those who came through those very very lean years you know I mean they live to tell the tale as the fella says
2: Yes and in terms of you know the crash it was right you, you, when you came here that day you know we had the tiger roaring for years beforehand yeah. and it brought Ireland on a long way but that collapse yeah. was uh, incredible it was,
3: it was hard to believe it was a real shock And that's how Drada city status started because there was a group of us just talking about the way the country was and everything and how Drada was neglected and we set up the Drada city status from then. So that's 15 years on the go. Wow and you're years.
2: still giving it your all at and this stage and we're still
3: stage. giving it our all
2: we <laughs> and, you are, are, yeah. and you've made huge progress i have to say but when you look when when you look at the northeast in general you look at the Meath and loud two vibrant counties that we broadcast into and beyond of course now with yeah. technology and everything uh, and you look at the way they've developed the development that's happened
3: there yeah Oh, massive development massive, hasn't it? but we need the infrastructure and everything else that goes with that as well yes We can't just have the development without the proper infrastructure. And that's important to get. And that's what we're working on at the moment, Mm. trying to get that. But Drogheda lacks leadership. Drogheda Eastmeath lacks leadership. Um, I think we need some good leaders to come out uh, and start. We need a good administration. We have no administration in Drogheda. We need that. If we could get the administration set up, even slowly set up, and be prepared for this big metro- metropolitan area that we are hoping for, with city status. We'd be ready for whatever's coming. We'd be prepared.
2: Do you think the abolition of the local authorities into a single authority for each county, do you think that disenfranchised Definitely. places in a that way? Definitely. That was
3: a big, big mistake. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, big, no big, big mistake.
0: No doubt about
2: that. Yeah, i yeah. there Anna, yeah. Um, back to the motoring. The other thing I'm thinking about with this list sitting here and motoring is
0: Electricity and cars in two thousand and nine. So that really wasn't on anybody's mind, was it, Nicky? Pretty much unheard of. Yes. You know, in fact, what we had what we had back then, we had the switch from uh, petrol engines to very lean, um, environmentally friendly, low CO two emission diesel engines. Mm. You know, clean diesel engines. You know, you could you could uh, tax. Uh, a, a, a two-liter diesel BMW for for I think it was one hundred and twenty hundred euros a year. Yes. Um, starting off, and that's how wrong uh, the government got it. You know, allowing that to happen. Yeah. and You know, these people were used to paying five and six hundred euros per year yes. in annual road tax, but um. You know, I mean, you know, electric cars, hybrids, they were just not unheard of, yeah. you know, back then. Yeah. And today... And, and today is the buzzword, isn't it? It's the
2: buzzword, isn't, the it? Buzz buzz isn't yeah. it? Isn't yeah. it the buzzword? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see, you know, when you sit here today,
0: it's the future. There's no going back, is there? Well, I mean... You know, I suppose every month there's a new development, and um, you know, there's people talking about hydrogen now, and you know, but the infrastructure has to be put in place mm. properly, you know, for for EVs to to to, to you know to be fully embraced. Uh, you know, the, the government amazes me. You know, they're encouraging them on one hand, and then they're reducing the grants um, and reducing uh, the VRT rebates on, on the other. Uh, they're not encouraging um, in, in that aspect. You know, yeah. there, there should be free tolls for EVs, but. You know, it's just incredible the way it is. But, um, you know, the, the you know, lean petrol engines and, you know, to a lesser extent, lean diesel engines. But uh, hybrids and plug-in hybrids are still very much part of, of mm. the, the sales mix in the country. Mm. Um, When you reflect on 15 years gone by, Anna, and time
2: moves on for all of us and age-wise, etc. You're a woman who's been involved all your life in working at the heart of the community, politically as well, and and with the city status, as you mentioned, in the last 15 years. How do you look on Ireland in general today?
3: Ireland has changed totally, totally. Um, I think... For the better? In some ways, in some ways. I find it hard to think of how Ireland will end up. Hmm. Um, I don't know, I can't judge how Ireland will end up. But I feel if we do what we can for our own areas and yeah. that that's all we can do.
2: Yeah, people in all their areas listening today work hard for where they yes. live and to promote yes. where they live and uh, yeah. we can do that as local communities yes. all over and on the ground. Together, yes, bring people
3: together locally. Yeah. I think it's, it's generally going to happen then. Whatever's mm. going to happen is going to happen.
2: How are you with technology?
3: Hey, I, love I love technology. <laughs> yeah, because,
2: you know, look at the change, Anna. Look look at, I was thinking when we came on the air here, when you look at social media now and all the apps and everything that goes with this and the online world, there was none of that 15 years ago.
3: No, no. not a bit. Well, of it. this morning I was in Dunn's doing my shopping and um, I had got vouchers, two vouchers on my phone from one of my children. And yeah. I went up to the thing and the girl, very pleasant girl, took a nice set of two vouchers on my phone and opened up my phone and gave it to her and she said the first one has been already used and I said that's okay the second one and then when she gave me a receipt I said thanks very much She said what about my vouchers for the next time oh she said I put those on your app
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so
3: every time you learn something new, if you want to, you can yes. close your mind off it. Yes. But if you want to learn, you can pick up little things. But I think it's great in Drahada now that we have got the elect- Electrical Apprenticeship Centre.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: It's brilliant that we've got that. And there's a lot of things going on. This implementation board is brilliant. Grania Burrell Michael Keough and Martin O'Brien. If those three people were running the north-east, Drogheda and Eastmeath, we'd have a great area. (laughs) A great metropolitan now I'm sure
2: they're delighted with that praise from you today. But come back to the phones and the apps as well. You see with cars. I just oh, saw uh, my Jared Jared ha- has uh, picked up a cougar from me and he was showing me all the yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, the, the workings of the car on the app on the phone. Yeah, you mm. can start the car. Yeah. You can yeah. heat the car. You can, you know, Put on your tell heat you when it's due. <laughs> I mean, it's due service. We, we, we know from, from connecting. To, to his new car when it's due service if, if he has a, a, an issue with it we can link in and just see what it is to maybe have a part in stock before he even comes into the dealership yeah. you know so that's all can- connectivity but, and,
2: but but would you feel yeah. that technology and all that's happened is, is, is has made it life better
0: well I mean keeping up with it is a struggle yeah. you know I mean yeah, uh, it's that's just true. It's galloping ahead at a pace yeah I mean every like if just in the motor industry every new vehicle that comes out has more apps and more yes. technology and you know no engine now with the EVs yeah. so I mean you know it's 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 certainly galloping at a pace you know
3: more expensive to repair uh,
0: expensive to repair if they can be repaired I mean I think yeah. you know I mean to be to be fair to you know the the technicians in in the country you know you know these cars have been manufactured throughout Europe in China and Korea Japan and um you know, so th- that's highly advanced technology. Yes. And they're landing here; they're being sold, and you know the training isn't keeping up to up to speed with with the technology. Yeah. You know, so when when there's a breakdown, it's a serious breakdown. You mm-hmm. know, it's not a matter of lift the bonnet and clean the spark plugs. It's you know, it's a plug mm-hmm. in, even if you even if if it's um, possible you know, if 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 the if the the okay. training has been given, you know, and I, I you know I, I think that we're a bit behind in that. Mm.
3: One mm. of the things Jerry you have to remember hit hit as hard was the COVID.
2: Yeah, yeah I was going yeah. to just mention that like yeah. that's yeah. you know, in, in that uh, fifteen years probably the biggest yeah. absolutely yeah, the biggest yeah. disruption. Yes. And we mentioned the crash, but yeah. the biggest disruption yeah. to life. Was COVID. Yeah. Did you find that difficult, Anna? You know, the isolating and not being able, because you're an out and about person.
3: I did. I found the word cocooning an awful word when the elderly people had a cocoon. And it was then that I realised I was in the bracket of elderly. I would never have associated myself being elderly <laughs> until COVID came. Yes. And I then was put into these um, sections. I think for anybody living in apartments or flats that had children, it must have been dreadful. Yeah. We had a garden at the back, wide into the garden. Not so bad. But anybody yeah. that was living in apartments or closed in with children, it must have been awful. It
2: knocked people, didn't and it? And
3: socially for young people. Yes.
2: And it's still the ramifications of it continue today. Yes, uh, you know, yes. it really does. Yes, it, it was. was uh, did you ever think in your
0: lifetime you'd see something like Covid?
2: No. No, 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 absolutely no. not. Uh, you know, I mean, if
3: I remember,
0: the, the, you know, uh, January of 2020. Um, you know, I mean, I was at this time of year preparing for work. And, I, you know, I just heard on, on the early morning RT news that the the Christmas holidays in China had been extended because of this virus. Yeah. And I said, you know, to, to Maeve, my wife, yeah. I said, imagine they're, they're, they're not going back to work in China because of this virus. Little did I know, by March, it's you know, we, we were in the middle of it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and we faced multiple shutdowns, yes. you know, but uh, it was incredible times.
3: And, and you saw the people in China with masks and you're wondering why, you know, yeah. why they were wearing masks. It yeah. yeah. wasn't yeah. that long till we were in them ourselves. Probably the
2: biggest shock to the world in that time. When you look at the world today, like over, we're over the COVID, it's still about, of course, it's a reality and we're still dealing with it. But when you look at the world today in your lifetime, Anna, and you've seen a lot in your lifetime, when you look at Ukraine today, when you look what's happening in the Middle East, mm-hmm. what will happen in America and elsewhere with the elections to come up.
3: It's a crazy world.
2: Is it? Is, is, it, is it the most frightening, uh, worrying world you've lived in this time, would you say, in your lifetime?
3: If you were to think about it, you would. But I, I can vaguely remember the war in the 1940s. I can remember the soldiers and the and the tanks and the shortage of fruit and the shortage of bread and things like that, but this time with the nuclear and everything, is that a bit more dangerous yes, but um it's really it's really governments and people that are mm. that are um have to get together and sort this out, really.
2: Mm. You'd wonder at times what it's all about, wouldn't you, Nicky? Like, nah, we're would. only on a
0: short would, yeah. spin on yeah, this journey of life, you know for, what I mean? For a, you know, a good time,
3: not yeah. a
2: long
0: time and all that. But if you take it, Jerry, in your 15 years here in this show, like, I mean, I was just watching the RT last night and uh, reeling in the years. In 2010, the trochea came in, you know mm. what I mean? So they came over from Central Europe say, OK, we've got to go into Ireland to bail them out. You know, we were, we were in a serious position then, you know, the government was on their knees. They denied any input from yeah. Europe mm-hmm. and next, within three or four days they're in town. Yeah. But if you take it, you know, so 2010, you know, the, 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 the government figures for 2023 were announced. And by God, we've come a long way. We have. We've come a long and way. We've got to say a, that, you know, and I mean, we're, we're performing, we're outperforming, as we always do. Yeah. We're outperforming again throughout Europe. But, you know, if you take the northeast and draw it out, like this is, you know, it's our town at the end of the day and our city is, and is uh, fighting for this last 15 years. But, you know, yes, there's a boom in building, but that's that's where it begins and ends. You know, we, we, we need to to get infrastructures in place yeah. and, you know, you know, more facilities, and you know, I mean, if if you take you know, the, the West Street and the Golden Mile and you know, the old traditional, you know, we, we read that need them rejuvenated. And I know there's great plans for Westgate, and I, do, I really hope at this stage that they actually come to fruition, yes. And and
2: you know, we've got to mention that as well. Despite you could sit here and be, I think you said it, it's about a mindset as well, isn't it, in a general sense, with the world in chaos, yes. we can only influence. Really, our it's own sphere. A, yes, Isn't yes, that really yeah, yes, it? Yeah. Yes.
3: But I think uh, if we had uh, back to administration, <laughs> yeah, and you know within where you're working, <laughs> if you haven't the proper administration, <laughs> you can't work.
2: I know. I know. It is important. Yeah, yeah. So if
3: we had our own administration, our own architect, you see, see things going up in the town and um, yeah. it, that are not really suitable to the area. I
2: know, I know. And there's people listening to us as well. We must remember today in North Loud and in Meath and everywhere yes. as well who have their own issues and they're looking for their own things as well. And it's them as well. It's yes. those people. It's in every area in the northeast where we need more uh, input for uh, amenities, leisure, IDA, uh, regeneration yeah. of town centres, all our towns and that type of thing. And that's that they are big issues for us here today. I mean, we should probably win election this year. And even over the whole country. <laughs> yeah. And In across a, and across the country, country as well. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure.
3: But we can't sit back and not let us yes, do yes. something
2: about it. I understand. Anyway, 15 years on, you're still uh, here and uh, doing your very best both the, you. in your own spheres as well and many who joined us on that first show are as well. Look, I thank you for dropping in today to have a few words. It's great to see you both and hopefully... Uh,
3: see you through United match yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i see
2: you there right, Andrew. Yeah. Nikki, it, it's yeah. great to see you both thank you both and health and happiness to you and success over the year ahead and way beyond Anna McKenna and Nikki Smith thank you for joining us on our 15th birthday at Late Lunch Thank
3: well
2: night, you very Jerry. much thank Jerry, Jerry. I could never let you go. Abba on Late Lunch on our 15th birthday couldn't think of a better song to play September 1975 from the album simply titled ABBA. The sixth single from it and a big UK number one for this Swedish group. I'll have to go to London. I really will this year. It's on my bucket list. I want to go and see that ABBA experience in London. Anybody I've spoken to who's been there says it is just something else. That's something to do in 2024 for yours truly. Yes, you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Friday afternoon. 15 years ago today, it all began and we have more and uh, more people to meet from that special time on the show this afternoon thank you for your kind words Kathleen Black lovely to hear from you Kathleen great listener to LMFM Radio thank you indeed for the lovely words another one there congratulations Gerry in 15 years your show always fills us with laughter and of course there were tears as well but you brought it all to us thank you hope there's many many more to come thank you indeed for the lovely and there's more and more of them there if I can yeah, get to them through the afternoon I will indeed tomorrow is Nulling on the 6th of January. Uh, the tree is still up in LMFM which is great to see. Uh, sticking with tradition. Ours our stuff is still up at home as well. But on the 6th of January traditionally in Ireland uh, women celebrated Little Christmas, as it was known. Uh, and in times gone by, uh, the ladies of the house got a day off work, gathered together with friends, and the men usually took over doing the cleaning or cooking. Good luck to you with that one, I have to say, girls. Anyway, uh, we have a new take on nullug the man that began last year, and really it was a huge success. To tell me more, Siobhan Murray is on the line. Afternoon,
1: Siobhan. Hello, thank you so much for having me.
2: Not at all. Festival Menah. Tell us about it. Dune on Sea in County Westmeath.
1: Absolutely. So Festival Manar is, we're a year old today. Um, well, tomorrow, essentially. Um, the idea came from Lorraine Hogan. She is the founder. And Lorraine has a background in social care, empowering women, and essentially getting women to fulfil their, their true purpose in life. Um, to fill your cup, to have it overflowing so that we can look after our family we can look after our friends and anyone who needs love and attention from us Um, so essentially the idea came from uh, a Holistic Breathwork, Lorraine uh, thought about having a huge uh, gathering in the heart of Ireland, doing as she is very close to the heart of Ireland Um, and with that our first year we gathered over a thousand women together and yeah, so it's it's been an absolute journey since. Um we've gathered over four thousand women over the last year as well. So it it's been a movement in itself.
2: It's uh, something different and uh, something as you say there that it's grown to 4,000 so you're expecting a huge crowd to gather tomorrow Now look, at this is different to the traditional thing where w- women went for a cup of tea or whatever together or ha- had a, yeah. a, a day out for a bite eat. In this, there is so much going on in Westmead I just look at yeah. the lineup: yoga, dancing, meditation music, sound, healing, recce uh, speeches from very, very powerful women as well and creative Absolutely. workshops so there's lots going on
1: there is With the idea of it is that we want to bring back our Irish culture we, we want to bring back the idea that you know we have lost over years except for Cork I think Cork still really really yes. celebrate us. <laughs> so we need to take a leaf out of Cork's book but it has been lost over the last couple of years and it, it is the thing that we're just so busy now that maybe we forget to put it back, the time back into ourselves and this is a great excuse to really indulge into Different kind of wellness areas where you can catch your breath for five minutes or, you know, when you're when you're home or you can take things home with you. There's lots of learning in these sessions as well. anything down to, you know, your yoga, your empowerment, breath work. It's all tools that you can take home to really have yourself mentally, physically, spiritually strong.
2: Can I say this here, you? and you're a young modern woman yourself. Years ago, you know, <laughs> women, uh, most women spent their time in the home. Traditionally, you know what I mean? I'm going back quite a number of years yeah. here now. And they did everything to do at Christmas. You know, the, the shopping, the cooking, the looking after everybody. Today, like when you look at a modern world today, Siobhan, uh, I think of women today, and I think there's even greater calls on them because a lot work. They have to uh, rear children, run a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, do everything else besides. You know what I'm getting at? It's needed even more. Absolutely,
1: We're living it. Uh, Lorraine and myself, we're both mothers. We have a full-time job. She's working in social care. I work with intellectual disabilities. And in our spare time, we come together and make these beautiful gatherings because we know how hard it is to, you know, run a home, keep the the food on the table, be there for your kids, be there for your family. And, And and it's just sort of that little reminder that, you know, we are important as everyone else and it is, we do deserve that time to come back. And I think the 6th of of January is a perfect time to kind of revive that Irish tradition um, and bring it into our our lives again, make it normal. We really want the kids to come along and say, oh, I can't wait to do this when I'm older with my friends or bring my mum or we want to make it normal. You know,
2: yeah, and and the event, what to say as well, is open to children. If you're a woman listening today and you want to go along, you can bring your children with you.
1: Yeah, under twelve go free. Yeah, on the day, um, which is really great. There's loads of things to do for the kids. There's a lovely petting farm on site, and there's a playground, a sensory garden, and there's there's really loads for the kids to do as well as like workshops and yoga as well.
2: But Um, I I I I have advice for the women listening today. I hope you don't mind me cutting across (laughs) you. like children are welcome but what I would advise you is leave the children with your partner yeah. or your husband or somebody for the day and let them look after them and take this day to yourself
1: I would agree wholeheartedly but it's not that easy I know and we I know, know that I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we know that so they are welcome but at the same time you can bring them into any of the you know any of the sessions and that and they'll learn from it too It's 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 True. deep self care it's deep self love that we should be taught of when we were five and six and way younger, you know. Mm. Um, It's definitely a more popular thing to kind of come back to your own heart and come back to what we really want in life. And I think this is a beautiful way of doing that.
2: Yeah, um, so it is tomorrow. It starts at ten a.m., runs until four o'clock, and it is yeah. happening in West Westmead, Dune the Sea in County yeah. Westmead. And um, it's it's a beautiful area. And as you said there, you tried to pick uh, the spot is sort of a, a central point in the country.
1: Yes, we did. We originally wanted to have it at Ishnach but the she was a sister location to that and to be honest the team down there has been amazing the land is absolutely beautiful and you have to go and see it and it just all worked out so well so we welcome anyone who hasn't been there before to come and visit even they always have little events on throughout the year the Vikings do be there as well it's a beautiful family location to visit. Yeah,
2: yeah. So lots going on tomorrow. There's something for everybody in the audience and uh, children will be looked after there as well. You know, when, when, you, when you've been there last year and you're involved in this, what yes. difference does it make? How do you feel after it?
1: Uh, for me, I definitely, well, the pinnacle of the day, it's the women's circle. So, you know, we, we spoke about the yoga, talks, breathwork and things like that. But the main event is the women's circle where all of the women who have come on the day come together and stand together without saying a word and just sort of support each other. And that for me is the most powerful part of the day because, you know, we've come around, we've we've had a look at all these different things that help us in our way. And then we're all coming together to celebrate each other and to celebrate Nabon and to make the noise so to be honest it's very empowering, it's freeing it's it's beautiful to get together with like minded people and just be you know so
2: There's another aspect to this as well that um, uh, some of the funds that are raised tomorrow go towards Searsha, which yeah. uh, uh, provides domestic violence services. So there's a Absolutely. there's a, an, a really nice touch to this as well. Happy Nulug the Have a great day. Thank you for joining me on the show, Siobhan. Thank
1: you so much. Take Thank care you. Of Best of luck to the winner.
2: Thank bye you. Bye bye. Bye bye. So that's a little local twist, local enough twist on Nulug the a tradition as uh, you heard there that does still uh, hang on mostly in the south of the country Cork it has to be said but being revived up uh, this neck of the woods with a different slant on it uh, by those women there You're Late Lunch on LMFM Radio on the 5th of January the year of our Lord 2023 15 years on from the first day I sat in this seat to bring you a Late Lunch show more to come after the short break
0: now- who's there that's how it works it's called comedy 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 comedy,
1: comedy sir Come comedy classic comedy
5: classic comedy
1: on the late lunch I love
2: comedy for the day that's in it I had to pull out a classic and I have to say with Deirdre Hurley in the house this is the one that came to mind and I know from my personal point of view if ever I want uplifting in my life a laugh I go to this one yes it's the Oh, good. Crimebusters.
6: Hello, dear, and welcome to Crimebusters. Hello, now, and welcome to Crimebusters. Now, we have a lot on the agenda, lads, so we'll cut the chase and get straight down to the business. Uh, what's first on the agenda dear PJ? First on the agenda, dear, Tom, is a robbery. A robbery. Tom. A robbery. Now, we had a robbery, lads, only last week down the village. It was last Friday night. Uh, they came in through a side window at the house, approximately 3am. They proceeded to clean out the kitchen, the sitting room, and leave via the front door. Now, can you tell me what's wrong with that? The window was thick and wide open, lads. Jesus, you can't do that. You can't go to bed and leave a window open or door open. We're blue in the face until you lock up before you go to bed. That's right. You're only wasting now time and your time. And you come down to us then crying. Oh, spilt milk. Oh, spilt milk then, yeah. Where is it? Where, 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 where can I get my stuff back? Where have they got? So how are we supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wait, just, just, you what we do with our time, lads? <laughs> you just can't be doing that. You can't walk away and leave our house open and expect nothing to be done. You might as well open the front door and let him in. You might as well have Exactly, good man. No, no, so you got, you've got you been taught enough, lads. Now you got two wallet so let that be it. No. that, night. Yeah, exactly. Now, what else is on the agenda, <laughs> today? Next, next on the agenda, Tom, is um, the county final on Sunday. Now, we have a county final championship match coming up next Sunday, lads. Now, I'll tell you one thing. We won't have a repeat of what happened last year. That's right. There was blatant abandonment of cares last year on the side of the road. That's right. He just pulled up there, left the care where you like it, and went off to the match. Yes, you can't do that yet. It can't be doing that. You thing. can't just pull in there and leave a care where you like it. Huh? Because there was people blocked into the houses there for hours. Barricaded. I've oh, been bar- barricaded him. Good men, PJ. They were barricaded. Barricaded now. him. And if a child had to go to the hospital? At uh, 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 the brigade. At uh, the brigade had to be caught. It was a fire or something. Yeah. We were lucky to come away with lives unscathed. You just can't, you can't leave a care and go away. You can't be doing that. You can't, uh, and i tell you, the book will come out this year, lads. Oh, but yes, and, 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 and I'll do it. Good man, PJ. PJ will be down there Sunday. He'll do it. Oh, Jesus, I'll uh, do it. Yeah, sign him. I'll sign go him. Because you can't do uh, that. It's in the book. It's black and white. It's in the book? Yeah. The book. The book? Yeah. So now, you got your warning, lads. That be it. Now, the next uh, portion yes. of the program will be items handed in. Yes, Come in, Charlie Delta, today are over. Lads, when he ordered the pudding box, is that right? Over. I'll p- out the pudding box. Yes. PJ ordered the pudding box there, Charlie, over. Is there anything else for that order? Over. Yeah, I give him that half an hour. Though. Yeah, uh, Charlie, there was a snack box with that and chips, over. I'll be delayed 15 minutes because of the fight
2: after starting and the chipper, over.
6: Listen, Colin, who's down there? Tommy, isn't Tommy's down in care two. Tommy's down there in care number two. Will you give it to Tommy and ask him to drop it back up to the barracks straight away? Over. Care two's gone out to an accident. Over. I just begun cold. Yeah, be Listen, they were ordered over an hour go Send him back here with the chips straight away, and he can go on out to the accident then. Over. Over. And listen, if you see Mary, will you send her back here as well? She's wandering around down the town there somewhere over. Well, now you the power woman. down there. <laughs> we had two pairs of, or two boxes of Italian sports runners handed in here to the barracks, uh, fitting this description. With a pair of them here. I have here. Put them up there. Good a look at them there. A blue and white pair. We also have a green and white pair, a box of either. But the green and white ones are nice. Oh, They're much more comfortable. I had them for the last week, now I had to put them back. I cut the top. She's never in him yeah. The like so they're down here in the barracks, there. You get a good look at them there. They're down here in the barracks. You can come down and click them anytime you want to. Also, we had a sum of money found there out on the Mill Road, uh, which was handed into the barracks here. Approximately. How much, PJ? I'll tell you how much now Tom was handed in there. There was um, 20, 40, 60, 80. And I took a fiver out of it for me, cigarettes right yeah, How much? 80, 85. 80, pounds, There or yeah. thereabouts. But, well, approximately 85 pounds, lads. It's down here in the barracks. Be yeah, well, yeah, if you wanted that to come down, like, you know what I mean, if you wanted, but you'd you have to bring identification like which if you want to get it yes. back, like, you know what yes. I mean? Good man, PJ. That's all from us here in Crime Busters. Also, uh, oh, just to let you know and remind you that it is ye that help us solve the crimes and the mysteries here, so keep the phones up and keep the doors locked, and keep the windows shut at all times. Thank you and good night. Good night. <laughs>
2: Just does my heart good, but you see, it's not like that anymore since Drew Harris came in. That's changed. That's 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 yesterday's stuff. That's that's not really today. <clears throat> I wonder. Anyways, let's uh, hear from you this afternoon on late lunch on our fifteenth birthday. Back to Nulagnaman. Hi, Jerry. Every year I cook a big Christmas dinner on the sixth of January. Sometimes I could have up to eighteen people. Not as many this year, but I do have nine. And it's been going every year for 20 years. Well done, dear. That's a lovely tradition there. Message coming in from Portlaw in County Waterford. Congratulations and best wishes, Jerry, to you and everybody on the LMFM team on 15 years. Hopefully, we'll have another 15. That's Raymond Lynch, formerly from Fordstown. Lovely to hear from you this afternoon, Raymond. in Kells, congratulations on your birthday. Big Jackie, thank you, Jackie. Kathleen Black and more besides. We'd love to hear from you on Late launch. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text, uh, gets us here on the show. It is 15 years since it all began. Deirdre Hurley will be with us shortly on the show. Looking forward to a catch-up with her. But I think this song is timely today because when we went on air on the 5th of January 2009, this was the big number one song. Uh, Miss Alexander Burke there, winner of the X Factor with her big number one hit back then on the day we went live with our first late lunch on the 5th of January 2009. Thank you for the good wishes uh, from the Coslos in Scaries this afternoon. Do appreciate it. Uh, Andrew Waters. Thank you, Andrew, uh, Superintendent Andrew Waters and us there. Congratulations. To you, Jerry, personally, and all the team on late Lunch. Here's to the next fifteen years. Uh, we love your show. It's always appreciated by your listeners. Thank you, Andrew, for taking time to send us that lovely message to the show this afternoon. And there's more there besides. I do appreciate and love your good wishes. Still to come on late lunch this afternoon. David Sheehan's back with his first sporting preview of the weekend with us after three. I continue a Ian Jury Story. He's my artist of the week this week with his biggest ever song. You'll know it well. I promise miss you. And uh, coming up very soon on Late Lunch, well after the next break indeed, is Miss Deirdre Hurley. We're 15 today on Late Lunch. It is our birthday and I am truly delighted she's with me in the house today and she came in as if she was never away. Deirdre <laughs> Hurley.
4: I wouldn't It's that time of the year. Your
0: vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze,
4: Say that, Jerry. Ah, you
2: did. You sailed in here like it was just, (laughs) it was just, it getting getting back back on the bike. It's great to have you back with us as well. And I do want to mention our Louise today because she's not with us and she's, it was unavoidable that she wouldn't be here this day. But uh, you and her have been a huge part of this, an integral part of this show for 15 years. From it began with yourself and then yourself and Louise. Shared the, the production job and then she took over from you, of course. Yeah. And we had help in between, of course, from others. Kira uh, gave us a help as well. Sinead was in for a while as well. I want to mention them today and a couple of others. But primarily it's you and Louise Walsh. And I know she probably won't hear this where she is today, but I want to say a big thank you yeah, to Louise. Louise for everything she's done and continues to do on the show for us. Let's go back then. Let's wind the clock back. Listeners may not be aware of this. Um. When the idea of the show was mooted by Michael Crawley, I'll say this first. Okay, Uh, He said to me, we're thinking of bringing a talk show into the afternoon on the radio. There hadn't been after that, would you be interested? I said, when do I start? (laughs) Uh, I was that interested in it. Because at that time I was freelancing. I had no job. I had left uh, Aircom where I worked because I was really unsettled in Aircom. Because you see, I was offered uh, the show. Paul Maguire was presenting the Current Affairs show, went to RTE. I was first offered that show. Yeah. Uh, Loose talk. Yes, I was first off at that show and I couldn't take it up. I couldn't take up the offer because I was working with Aircom at the time. So uh, anyway, uh, I then went freelancing. Uh, I said I was unsettled and I got out of Aircom eventually, went freelancing, but hadn't a job. And when Michael said that to me, I absolutely jumped at it. But I did say, I want somebody with me. Who, he says. And I just said, Deirdre Harley. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, she's in the newsroom. She's part of the team there. And I said, well... Go get her. <laughs> no, I'd say you had, you weren't you 100% sure, away you, yourself?
4: No, no, at the time, sure. Uh, news was what I was doing, what I was used to working in because uh, I started out as, just came straight from college into the into actually loose talk uh, at the time and then into the newsroom um, and it was a brilliant experience. But yeah, it was something new and that's probably why I took the chance and learning new skills and doing something different and mm. it was a big challenge even though I suppose you're working under pressure in both uh, scenarios but so yes. in the newsroom it's a different kind of pressure yeah. that you know you've your hourly bulletins mm. uh, your bigger news bulletins and during the day but then to kind of produce two hours of talk radio every day yeah. it is uh, it's different <laughs> Well, <laughs> well I, could, <laughs> I know what you're going to say <laughs> I'm going to say this
2: I, I'm going to say this that I remember that first day when we did the first show and I came out and suddenly, do you know when they say someone walks over your grave or you get that shiver up and down your spine? I got that because it suddenly dawned on me.
4: We'd done the first two hours.
2: <laughs> got to do this every day.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then it really became, you know, it came into view at that stage. But look, when, when you did come on board then and I was like, did, we went to Limerick to a very important um, training session. One of the few I've ever done on radio, I have to say, hosted by Valerie Geller yeah. through uh, Teresa in Learning Waves and that as well at the time. And, we came up with the name down there, yeah. the name of the show, Late Lunch. It's a terrific name.
4: Yeah, in a brainstorming in session. In a brainstorming session. She was an American session. lady. She was fantastic. Brilliant. Lots she, of great she, ideas. She set out.
2: us on our way. And of course, we had a blank canvas then uh, to paint from the, from the off. But I was planking it the first day. <laughs> Anna McKenna said it earlier on. She knew I was, I was nervous. I was so nervous that first day going on air. And you are nervous still, you know, with things. It doesn't ever leave you that sense of nerves at times. But. Uh, it, 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 away we went. Anyway, yeah. off, off we went, and and the journey began.
4: But the nerves is is actually what's good about radio. Yeah. That's what you need. You need a bit of that adrenaline rush when you go on, yes. and you're, you know, ready to do something. You know, a bit of energy in it, and we would yeah. loads of energy that time when we oh, started.
2: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Definitely. And and I suppose the challenge is to keep that energy going. So much happened, though. So much. Yeah. There are so many. Highs and memories are on late launch, uh, wh- well, I was what? just
4: thinking when um Nikki and Anna were speaking earlier, and they were talking kind of it was on a national kind of scale, but I was thinking of it at the time. One of the big stories globally was Obama, yeah, his inauguration as president, and it was such a, a different time in the world, like in you know it was such well, we had the crash here and we were in the middle of a recession, but like globally, politically, that was such a hopeful kind of moment to a person of color. Yes. In the White House, yes. do you know that was a, a global thing that I can really remember, and just how to, how that has changed, yeah. you know, since yeah. then, and where where the world's at at the moment. But on a local thing, I mean, that was our remit was to try and find people that we hadn't spoken to before, get to talk to people in and Meads, and at the time we were you kind know, of in studio kind of interviews, a bit of time to actually talk and get to the nitty gritty with people. And there were some really standout interviews from the first few years of people that really like stuck out my mind. And I know we were talking about earlier, but mm. and we've mentioned it before, but Mrs Hayes. <gasps> um,
2: Liam Hayes' mother. Yeah. Margaret, was, I think it was Margaret Hayes, yeah. when she came and told the story of her son, Jared, Taking who his life. Yeah. took his life by suicide. And mm. I can still... See that woman sitting there in those words mm. when they found him in mm. the football pitch, mm. hanging from the crossbar of the goals. Mm. That stays with me forever.
4: Yeah. And that was, yeah, it was one of those.
2: Unbelievable
4: moments. Yeah. Unbelievable. I suppose a moment when you're, as a listener, you probably don't, tr- you can't get out of the car or you're yeah. in your kitchen and you, mm. and you can't get away from the radio. It was one of those moments. And that's what was. That's the power of radio, isn't it? When someone tells oh. their story and you're with them in in the moment that they're describing. Yeah. Yeah, that was really
2: incredible. Robert Pye. Do you remember oh Robert Pye God. coming to the show first? Hey,
4: yeah. He wasn't that far off ca- the money, was he? Well, you know,
2: when you reflect, yeah, that caused some stir on the yeah. show as well. When he, he,
4: I suppose, is what you would term a conspiracy theorist at the time. Is. But he was working within the one of the departments. Department of Finance. Yeah. And
2: he could tell us how he predicted and told government this crash was on the way. Mm. But he had wider views of the world and who runs the world and everything like that that and you know some of them when you think in the interim you couldn't deny yeah um,
4: maybe grains yeah, of truth there anyway yeah
2: that, that that was for sure Uh what else what else comes well
4: I, I don't know if listeners remember that they probably will because we got a lot of reaction to do you remember when you first got a little four-legged friend ah. a little black furry four-legged friend called Messi
2: and we put the, it out to the listeners what will we call him yeah. and the vote came for Messi and I remember after that show a phone call came in and she's, a, she's an animal psychologist. She's still uh, on the go and said to me, Jerry, that's a bad idea to call that dog Messy. Cause <laughs> messy by name, messy by nature. Oh. And I said, Do you know how I spell the, the name of the dog? She says, M E S S Y. No. M-E-S-S-I who's that she said the most famous footballer in the world he's called (laughs) after Uh, yeah but Messi and we we put manners manners on on Messi Messi. we did with Lydia Finnegan does he still have manners well you know I had him with the vet this morning he's 13 his next birthday and he's struggling now he has arthritis and he's still in good form he's lost a lot of weight and uh, we had a few had him there early this morning and the vet looked after him and hopefully he'll pick up from here on in but he's like the rest of us Going in, in, in <laughs> that direction, age-wise. We're not losing weight; we're putting it on. <laughs> That's probably quite a difference for sure. What else? What well, else? okay.
4: Uh, do you remember this? Um, the Loud versus Me the fitness. We always had a fitness challenge at yes. the start of every year. Yes. New Year, new you. Yeah. But one year you took a team from Loud and I took the team from Mead That's and we right. went head to head. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. The spin classes. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> the diets upstairs, we have to write down our food diaries, yeah. watching each other. The Christmas chocolates came in, they were a no-go yeah. and we had to try and beat the own. Oh, that oh was my. fun.
2: That was real fun. But there was another Mead Loud thing. No, uh, no, pass, pass. Just keep going. 2010. we passed that. <laughs> we're, we're not even going to even <laughs> dwell on that. Team Carrie, there. Oh, brilliant. David Carry, David and Aileen and all the people. That brought me great joy.
4: Oh, that was fantastic. Oh,
2: yeah. my God, the people we met there, to be on the journey with them, to go to the marathons, to understand what David and Aileen Carrie created in a little village of Dunlear. Fantastic. special yeah that was really cool. really special and special people mm. I have to say that was community wonderful wonderful, yeah. wonderful
4: what about your um, <laughs> encounters is probably the right word with Mr Keith Barry <gasps> your favourite thing
2: by the way he's back on late lunch Monday week <laughs> he's coming in Monday week I can't wait you know me and magic yeah I love magic you're
4: a big kid I very- am
2: I'm a child but Keith Keith and I have become very good friends since we met first on late lunch and we've been fishing together and we keep in contact regular and he's just amazing but the day I remember and funny enough recently I don't know where Adrian Taft dug this from but Adrian sent me a video of this day now it's many moons ago he came to the studio here Sharon Lovey was here at the time our own Sinead. Um, who else was there myself and there was a young person in work experience here and he came that day with a Ouija board I don't know whether you were here that I'm day not or not. Sure, or... That studio in there behind yeah. your studio was packed with people. He dimmed the lights here and he started with the Ouija. He had champagne flutes. They took up off the desks here and floated around the, the place here. And he told each of us in turn things about people who are near and dear to us, who passed on, that I'll never, ever forget. He couldn't know. He mm. could not know in any way, but he put on a demonstration that I will never, ever forget. It was one of the most incredible pieces of radio in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. It really, really was. It, was. it was sensational. I love him to bits, I think. And he's a real good guy to boot, you know what I mean? He really, nice really person. is. Yeah, nice person.
4: Well, I was thinking then as well of some of the, uh, I don't put this in inverted commas, celebs that you would have had on. Yes, that had some of the biggest reactions, and one, of course, was Johnny Logan. <laughs> Johnny, what is it with Johnny Logan?
2: <laughs> Leathers and all,
4: <laughs> but still, he's, a, he's still hugely popular, massively, and a lovely. Do You know the thing yeah.
2: about Johnny is he's a lovely fellow.
4: Yeah, really nice. He's
2: a really nice man. He's down to earth, uh, born and from the heart of Drogheda town there, and uh, you know, ah, he's just a great fellow. What a man! What a man! Always loved when mm. when when he came calling too.
4: And we, Daniel.
2: Daniel. Do you remember the tea party? We had
4: afternoon tea with Daniel here in the studio.
2: <laughs> Miriam gave me her best dult in China to bring up for Daniel and serve the tea in it. Do you remember all the people that came in? The phone lines. This was packed. Just melted. Oh yeah, day. people came here, wanted to see him, shake hands with him, you name it as well. Always been a good friend of ours, Daniel yeah. O'Donnell Very as well. Very
4: good. OK, here's one from way back. I don't know if any listener, listener will remember that. We had the bionic woman. <laughs> yes. Lindsay Wagner. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you were starstruck, Terry. I was Oh. Listen,
2: <laughs> I just melted here when Liz- Lindsay Wagner came in. And I know Sean and a friend of mine, a great fisherman. Sean often mentions her to me. Do you remember she was on the show with you? And you know, it's such a slip. And when you mentioned it to me earlier, I said, by God, yeah, the bionic woman. She was a great guest.
4: Yeah, she was brilliant. She and that, really was. Yeah, she was a figure in my childhood. OK, some of your heroes, your sporting heroes that you can you remember.
2: Oh, uh, well, I have to say um, snooker and I love snooker Mm I think I had quite a number of world champion snooker players have come and sat in the studio, haven't we? With Steve Davis. Oh, the day Steve came. He was playing poker the night before in Dundalk and there was a break-in and they were robbed. <laughs> he took all the money on Davis. And then he was here with us the next day telling us the story about the whole thing. John Higgins was here, another world champion. Ken Doherty, our own Ken Doherty, world champion. I remember John Vergo. Jimmy White was here, who never won the world title Yeah, as well. he
4: was really great. Oh, he
2: was fantastic.
4: Yeah, he was a good champion.
2: Oh, they were Great, great people. You know, fantastic people. And of course, I was there the day Stan got the Irish job up in uh, the mansion house. I had to wait till last in the queue to get the interview with him. Oh, really? But I waited to get chatting to Steve Staunton that day. Bobby Robson was unveiled with him yeah. as the Irish, the new Irish management team. By God almighty, you're going back there uh, in time. But, uh, you know... Uh, Sport was always a big sport, brought me to LMF originally, yeah. as you know, with Column. Column Corrigan is responsible for bringing me here, inviting me in the first day, way, way back to cover a soccer game. It was an FAI Youth Cup match between Drogheda United and Tralee Dynamos, and that was my first day ever on radio. Colum rang me, I said, Me? You want me to? That was where radio started. I have to thank Column Corrigan for that. And would you believe that day on Sunday sport? It was a penalty shootout. I had to bring it live the first day I was on the air. No I way had I to don't. do the penalty shootout live. Oh, right. and, and it took off from there, and the rest is history, as they say. But sport is. I've always loved sport. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, what would life be without sport? Yeah. You're a great sportswoman, too. Oh, you are. The I... horses at Cheltenham time. Oh, I miss her for that. <laughs> when Cheltenham would be on here, I should dare to be off the rails. Wouldn't matter about late lunch. <laughs> What's going to win today? Can we get the bet I... on?
4: Hadn't a clue Just, yeah, but, yeah but It, it was, was fun. great fun was Yeah, it? And it I don't really <laughs> bet otherwise But yes. Chelsea I enjoy that week Of Chelsea, uh, a, a bit of crack
2: Was it was a big big Yeah or for any was. of the big games It really was Listen I want to take a short break Because I want to talk On a personal level The way our lives have changed In 15 years You're at late lunch On LMFM radio On our 15th birthday And the dream team are back Deirdre <laughs> Hurley Is in studio with myself Late lunch at 15 Deirdre Hurley is back with me In studio this afternoon Let's have a little listen To the earliest recording. Recorded show we have from Back the third. In time. We haven't got the first show of well, the first month, the third of February two thousand and nine. Here we go. The late lunch with
4: Jerry Kelly and the D Hotel, Drogheda for the perfect wedding day.
2: Actually, I wouldn't have a minute at this time of the day, would you? I thought I could go out there. <laughs> And say hello to somebody, and the next thing that you're too busy chatting. <laughs> I'm a no yapper, aren't I? A yapper. Yeah, you, you never shut up. Oh my, I do. I. Not time when I sleep. Look, <laughs> Kelly, I might talk a bit there as well. Well, <laughs> I,
4: well, I tell you, Kelly, I have a few. I have a few listeners here that uh, wanted to read their limericks. Read. Oh, fantastic! See, well really, done. Who'll we first? We've
2: yes, on uh, limericks on the way there. Back then, do we sound the same? Do you think as no. as back then? I
4: don't know. Maybe a bit deeper, Jerry. Oh, are we? Yet? Yeah, the voice is older, though more mature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: absolutely <laughs> love love it you keep on saying those things you're saying all the right things look at it. we're getting loads of good wishes as we're in Deirdre a chat here Danny Danny's been on to our Danny uh, Danny I mean, McAvoy I mean. says remembers the first day Deirdre Hurley started and there's no doubt Jerry, Deirdre brightened up LMFM uh, tremendously Danny lovely to hear from you yes. this afternoon hello Danny uh, Niall Germany has been on to us as well from Germany all the way from Germany to wish us, wish us good Guten as well tag. absolutely and more there besides coming to us Regulars on the show, Women With Opinions, we began, it's still going today. Fantastic. You know, the debate that happened there. Um, Our longest contributor on Late Lunch in the 15 years who's still with us is?
4: Tony Conlon. Tony Conlon. Our motoring expert. He
2: is. And he even goes back prior to late lunch because he was telling me he used to do a motoring feature with Ray Stone oh, okay. I- I way before that and we had Paddy common for a year and then Paddy moved on to greater things when we started and Tony stepped in then immediately and he's been with us ever yeah, since Yeah he's a gent He is an absolute gentleman Yeah he and, really, and the, really is
4: There was plenty down through the I suppose the decade nearly that I worked on it with Billy O'Shea out in Fairy House cookery yes, school used yes. to always enjoy that was a nice jaunt to go out oh, and record lovely, a piece out there lovely, with Billy lovely um, Sinead the vet yes yeah. Sinead Kelly who's still with us still, yeah, still going uh, Rick Cronje now uh,
2: they love him a South African accent yeah. wine man and you used just,
4: to do a piece with Kathy Marsh Kathy her.
2: Marsh yeah, and then, and then that then went to Nikki, Nikki Kyle, Kyle yeah, and uh, Nikki's a, a regular all those people wonderful wonderful people yeah. who have longevity they're still with us you yeah, know what
4: I mean they give their time every
2: month oh, do they're, they're so kind, and there were more besides Fiona Fairy, our psychic medium, who was with us Tara for Walker. years and years as well. Fiona, we mentioned her today and, and wish her well, she was a fantastic contributor to the yeah. show. Tara Walker, of course, you picked up from Billy O'Shea, and so many more besides. But look at our families, let's talk about our personal lives. Oh. I'll never forget you when you met that Mark fella. Oh. Do you remember that? And yeah. the crack we had when I found out. That you, you know, you and Mark were an item. Do you remember the slagging about the tractor yeah. and all that type yes, of thing I going do. on? I
4: do. Yeah, regularly. And you'd be mad yeah. as hell. She'd yeah. be
2: mad as hell me. I know that. But you know me when I when I see. I'm an... trying to
4: make a good impression, Terry.
2: <laughs> 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 look at look at you now. You have three lovely children. Say hello to them today. Yeah,
4: hello. They mightn't be listening. I don't know because yeah. they're you know nonplussed with uh, the whole radio thing. Ah. But uh, hello, John, Orla, and Dara. In ah, case you're yes, and yes,
2: Mark. and Mark of course as well. Mentioned the main man. Look, but look at look at in fifteen years the way your life the. Director Changed and the, the, the wonderful family you have now. And I was just thinking about myself. And I'm going to cry now.
4: Ah, gee. Don't cry. That's all good. Because... Yeah, a lot of changes for you too. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I just got a little message in there from Ava. Ah. Uh, just got a WhatsApp in there to say, Gang Gang, your show is the best happy birthday we'd all be lost without you we love you to the moon and back
4: oh, I remember the day she was born
2: and that comes from me yeah. and Olivia and from Harry and Pippa as well who sent me good wishes today and who I love with all my heart my four grandchildren I love them all to bits every one of them and they've brought so much to our lives and when I think I have a, a son-in-law law and a daughter-in-law As as well now in Shauna and uh, two whole new families and grandchildren and a new generation and all that has happened in the space of. 15 years as well. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
4: I know. Yeah, and that's, yeah, your life takes a change. You start something and then you don't know where, you you don't know where you're going to end up. But yeah, that's all good, isn't it? It
2: is good. And I want to mention today as well our listeners because our listeners, late lunch listeners, look at the competition even today with the TV theme, the response we get and we get to most things here. It's incredible. And without listeners, what Definitely. are you? You're nothing. We're nothing without our listeners. That's the point I want to say. And all of the people who've listened to us over the years, who've sent us good wishes, who've had a go at us. Yep. Thank you, because that's your remit as well. Who have yeah. disagreed with us, agreed with us, whatever. Who've been kind to us, you know, and sent us in so many gifts and things. And I think of all the ones who are no longer with us today because mm. a lot would have passed on in those 15 years.
4: Yeah, sure. Even when we're going through our running orders there, looking back on people that we'd spoken to. And there was people there that, unfortunately, the likes of, we remember Pascal Sheridan who told oh, us his remarkable yes. cancer recovery story. But yes,
2: and survived all those years. Yeah. And, you know, the people we've lost along the way, we remember them all today. It is a poignant day and it is good to remember them. And... New listeners that have joined us as well. We always, we have to have new listeners. We've got to have new people coming on board to keep this show on the road. And that is so important too. And uh, it's great if you're only joining us in recent years or you've been with us all along the way. Thank you so much for your company every day. You make this. You really do make it. Now, you've got to do something for me. It's January on Late Lunch. Okay. I don't know whether you heard this. <laughs> yeah. It's janu on Late Lunch and we are looking for people to tell us about their hairy moments in life and I have a €1,000 to give away. So if you're a hairy moment, 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text, just text the word hairy and we'll get in touch with you and you can tell your story to me. You've got to tell it on the air. If you tell it on the air, then you're in the mix to win that €1,000. And I got some lovely ones in yesterday. Keep them coming to us. I remember you told this story when you lived in Siena. Yeah. With.
4: Oh, um, I lived. Uh, yeah, I lived in Siena when I was, when I started working on the show. Yeah, I was lived with a good pal of mine, Eimer Black, and we lived up in Siena in a house and it was summertime and my room was at the back of the house. It was kind of the small box room window out to the back. Conservatory, small little conservatory underneath the window. Anyway, I was asleep in my bed and I was awoken at about five o'clock in the morning, but it was bright. Sun was coming through the window, got up, went to use the bathroom, got back into bed and was lying down in the bed and my bed was right beside the window. And next minute I saw a head come through the curtains and I just let out a big scream. Ah, how was that? I, he just slowly, the person that was obviously trying to enter the room, was just slowly, very calmly, just walked back down, walked reversed back down on, to, on, top, on top of the conservatory, and hopped and scaled two walls beside me and was gone. But it was a uh, very close shave. Thank God I was awake. Yeah. So it was an intruder in, in the room. I've had some hairier moments than that, Jerry. But yeah, have that you. was yeah, I have. Yeah. Care to share them? <laughs> be here a while
2: <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was always on my mind yeah. as a very hairy moan for you can you imagine being? In, was there anyone in the room with you no no no, no. you and your own yeah. in your bedroom and this intruder came in through the window
4: walked in oh, through oh yeah
2: oh my god thank god I was awake
4: thank god I was awake yes. because if I wasn't who knows you know that is what? a yeah.
2: hairy moment Yeah, that is. there hair. is no doubt that is a hairy moment yeah. I'll let you off with the others okay. you can keep it to yourself for another <laughs> day <laughs> it's right <laughs> anyway thank you for sharing your hairy moment with us on Late Lunch this January
4: Ah oh, well well I suppose we have to mention because I do want yes. to let you mention this maybe you don't want to um, but I think it is important because the Late Lunch I suppose uh, more than any other, more than most shows, I suppose, really uh, here at the station has brought a lot of attention in terms of PPI and Imro Radio Awards. So, I, I suppose our first, the first one that we won this. Oh, yeah. um, speech-driven magazine programme at the the time up against
2: up against RT the BBC's everybody to win magazine show of the year in Ireland for a little show like this with two people on it is amazing we've been nominated 14 times in 15 years for a national radio award and we have three golds three silvers two bronze and the others are nominations it's not bad not bad going not bad going here's to the next 15 thank you so much for joining me today always a pleasure
4: Goodbye, Late Lunch listeners. See ya. Bye.
2: You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio on our 15th birthday afternoon. Thank you so much for all the goodwill and kindness and messages. You're too nice, you're too good. I really do. Appreciate all the lovely words that are coming to us this afternoon. Say hello to Ollie and Navin today. Lovely to hear from you. Parik Rath, what a great man and a great help Parik has been to us over the years. He remembers before the show started me talking to him about it in the D hotel. I do, I recall that for sure, Parik. And there are loads of other messages in there with lovely thoughts and words and appreciations. And we thank you from our hearts for them. Now let's reprise our T V team. Yes, do you remember being at home on Sunday afternoon and that black horse galloping along to that music? Oh my, oh my. What memories, memories that brings back for me and so many of you out there listening this afternoon. It's brilliant. Yes, that song is called Galloping Home by Dennis King, a classic. And loads and loads of people getting black beauty right. But the uh, old draw has settled on Mary Grimes this afternoon you got it correct Mary and we'll send out our wee gift from Late Lunch to you Happy New Year and thanks to everybody who's been in touch with us on the show this afternoon Now, ten past three are just after on Late Lunch, time to round off my first Artist of the Week
0: The Late Lunch
2: Artist of the Week Artist of the Week, of the week. Yes, my Artist of the Week this week, a bit different Injury? Jury do you remember Injury Jury and the Blockheads oh they were huge in the mid to late 70s and into the early 80s I've been telling you all about him during the week but did you know uh, besides his uh, musical prowess he had parts in a number of films, the most uh, well-known one being The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Her Lover, which came out in 1989. He also wrote a musical called Apples that was staged at London's Royal Court Theatre. Uh, he, he was a multi-talented man, really. And I, I told you, he uh, acquired uh, polio. He was out uh, when he was a child, swimming in a local swimming pool, and he acquired polio. He was in hospital for two years. He was a huge campaigner to promote polio vaccinations all over the world and he travelled near and far to do that. He did uh, contract cancer uh, in his life and unfortunately it came back full blast and on the 27th of March at the age of 57 in the year the millennium year 2000 he Ian Drury passed away. But the Blockheads still perform to today and his son, Baxter uh, Drury, uh, uh, is uh, a performer and a really accomplished uh, musician in his own right. That's Baxter Drury there, his son. Anyway, my Artist of the Week this week, this one you all know, don't you? You might have known the other ones earlier in the week. Some did, followers certainly, but everyone knows this. In Ireland, it's known as Hit Me With Your Shovel, Mick. (coughs)
0: of Sudan and the gardens of Japan from Milan to Yucatan every woman
6: every man Hit me with your rhythm stick Hit me, hit me Chitado, ich liebe dich. Hit me, hit me, hit me Hit me
2: My Artist of the Week, Mr Ian Jury and the Blockheads with Hit Me With Your Rhythm Stick. I'll bring you a new Artist of the Week next week. Round about this time each afternoon. Late Lunch is celebrating its 15th birthday. It's a final break of the day and afterwards he's back for 2024. Looking ahead to the weekend sporting action, it's David Sheehan. Thank you so much, Caroline Burke, for your lovely wishes on our birthday and to Kathleen Chute too. We appreciate it. David Sheehan is on the line. Afternoon, David.
5: Afternoon, Jerry. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary, thank, whatever you want to say. Thank you so much. Looking well for fifteen, aren't I? Ah, you're flying.
2: <laughs> if only, if only, David. Anyway, thank you for joining us again, and thanks for the good wishes. Let's get straight into it. The GAA is back. The Auburn Cup quarter final in Ashbourne tomorrow. Me against Louth. Colm O'Rourke looking to build on last year. Louth with a new man at the helm, Jerry Brennan.
5: Yeah, absolutely. It promises to be a really interesting one. I think the the Auburn Cup, whenever it's it's a much maligned competition, as a lot of these preseason tournaments are, but I think um you know, after the Christmas and the break and everything else people are only dying to get back out and watch a bit of live football and particularly now with the fact that the the intercounty season finishes so early it's June, July or whatever it wraps up now so that gap between the last intercounty game and, and the next one is a, is a big one so people are really looking forward to this game this weekend and the fact that it was meant to be in Park Talton it was moved to Ashburn because of a, of a club game that's on in Park Talton so Ashburn tomorrow night 7 o'clock yeah sure, Brennan New man in for loud. Obviously, we all know what happened with Mickey Hart. So Gerrard has to try and pick up the pieces. Um, very experimental team he's picked. No Samuel Roy, no Kieran Downey, no Tommy Dernan. He's a new man between the six in Niall McDonald. Meade on the other hand, i uh, quite surprised, actually. They picked a very strong team. And I suppose Colin Rourke, he went through that sort of sifting process last year, this time last year, trying to figure out who he wanted in and who he, and who maybe wasn't quite up to it. So he's got a fairly settled team in there by comparison with Gerard Brennan and a very experienced looking team that Meade have out relatively speaking compared to Loud. So on the face of it, you'd have to fancy Meade to win it. Um, given the, the, as I say, the, the 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 relative strength of that Meade side and a lot of the guys that were playing last year in the in the Talton Cup. So you'd imagine Meade, Meade should be winning that game tomorrow night. But for Gerard Brennan, I guess it's all about seeing how those new players do without the likes of Sam and Roy and players like that, as I said. So it's always a kind of an exciting time of year because there's always going to be a lad that comes in and, and stands out and puts his hand up for, for a league spot. So I think that's probably what, what both managers will be looking for. But as I said, Colm uh, with the exception of, of one or two lads, Michael Murphy making his debut for me, the cornerback, the rest of the squad are, are fairly well used to the intercounty setup. So I'd expect me to win that one, but I'm really looking forward to it. And we'll be there, of course, ourselves, myself and Brendan are going along. So uh, commentary tomorrow night on LMFM.ie and the LMFM app.
2: Great stuff. Uh, soccer this weekend, the Premier League isn't on. It's a relief if you're an Arsenal fan. There's no Premier League this week. Don't get me started on that crowd. Anyway, uh, the Cup is on this week. Three games we've selected. Sunderland, Newcastle. Sunderland would love to stick it in Newcastle's eye, wouldn't they?
5: Oh my God. I mean, I don't know if anyone saw this story during the week, but the, 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 uh, the hospitality section for the Newcastle supporters... They'd be decked in black and white and had... um I never realised there was a distinction between Howe the Lads and howe the Lads, but there is. One, one is Thunderland, one is Newcastle. I mean, Jerry if Laud had a, had a stadium built and uh, they had a, a Joe Sheridan picture up on the wall for the visiting supporters... That's kind of what this is akin to, you know. the The, the Sunderland fans were, were going ballistic over this, and and then then the owner the owner comes out and says, "Oh, we're really sorry." You know, how did somebody not see this coming beforehand? You know, the whole place is black and white. Um, anyway, that was a little bit of a sideshow. But the interesting thing about this one is, they haven't met since twenty sixteen, um, when Sunderland just about survives in the Premier League, and Newcastle were relegated. So they haven't met since then. Newcastle haven't won this fixture since two thousand and eleven. Right. So a bit of a. A bit of a, a damage to be undone from a Newcastle perspective. Plus, as well, they're they're bottom of the form league in, in the Premier League. They're yes. bottom of the table there. They've won win in six. If if they were to lose this game, if they were to be knocked out of the FA Cup by any championship side, Eddie Howe would be under pressure. If they were to be knocked out of the FA Cup by their greatest and nearest rival, Sunderland, I think Eddie Howe can start packing his bags because uh, they're really on a bad run of form at the moment. Um, Sunderland's sixth in the table. It's, it's at the Stadium of Light, as we know. I think Sunderland might just sneak this oh, one. Oh, I think uh, so.
2: I think so. Sunderland, it, it, till I die. It,
5: it, promises, <laughs> it promises to be a really interesting game. And I think that, that, little stu- that little thing that went on this week just adds a little bit of extra it spice does. to it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Let's go for Sunderland to win that one.
2: Okay, just an award the next two. Arsenal-Liverpool. Arsenal drew at Liverpool 1-1. I thought they had a chance of winning the league. The last two games have convinced me they won't win it. Uh, Arsenal-Liverpool in the cup. Who do you think?
5: Uh, I'm going to go for Arsenal just because they're at home but I've, I, I'm not saying that with any great conviction at all
2: OK so um, you that's your view on that one did you say Arsenal there I just missed you a second
5: Arsenal yeah sorry Arsenal yeah, I think, win I yeah. just, 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 just because just, they're at home just, but just, like, I don't, a, I don't have any great faith in them
2: that's OK that's OK I'll go for Liverpool to play devil's advocate and hope that it doesn't work out to be honest with you and then the, uh, the final cup match well there is potential shock here on Monday night mm. Mighty Wigan take on Little Manchester United
5: yeah, sold out as well that game. And um, I was just looking at this one earlier on. Interesting, Wigan have only ever beaten Manchester United once in their history. The goal scorer is the current Wigan. The goal scorer at that time is the current Wigan manager, Sean Maloney, who people would remember from Celtic and Aston Miller. Yes. So he's the Wigan manager and he's the man that scored the winner, the only time that Wigan had beaten Manchester United in their history. Won the FA Cup ten years ago, remember as well, Wigan twenty thirteen, right. a famous win. So it seems like a long time ago now. Plus just a quick one. They're seventeenth in League One at the moment, but they started the season with minus eight. So they were they were deducted points, they have a transfer embargo. So they've really you know, done pretty well for themselves. They'd be tenth in the league if they hadn't got that deduction. Uh, all set up for a big upset. Eddie Howe could be packing his bags. Eric ten Hag could be packing his bags. I do think United. I do think United will just about come through this one. But um, again, it promises to be a cracking game. Uh, you know, at a sold-out uh, Wigan Athletic stadium, it yeah, should be should be a cracking game. But you, or sorry, Manchester United should should come through it. But who knows?
2: I have a Manchester United fan here with me. What do you think? <laughs>
4: have no faith in United at the military. I'm (sighs) sorry to say that after, yeah, Erickton Hag going wouldn't be a disaster.
2: Oh, there you have it, David. She's Manchester United mad, uh, our Deirdre Harley. And uh, she wouldn't mind if there was an upset on Monday night. David, listen, you're great. Thanks for joining us again for the new year. We appreciate it. Have a good game tomorrow night. We'll talk next Friday
5: yeah thanks Terry and great to hear from, from Deirdre as well hope you're sitting well mind yourself David
2: take care good man thanks a million anyway that's it on Late Lunch on our 15th birthday there are more wishes flying in there to us I just haven't time to get to them all thank you sincerely from my heart Deirdre thank you for coming over today and being with us on the show you're welcome. we again say hello to our Louise Louise Walsh who's not with us today and thank her for everything as well and uh, Eddie Caffrey's on his way next here with The Drive on LMFM Radio thank you to uh, Brian Farley and Eamon uh, Doyle who's been, who've been guiding us from the, the mothership there through the afternoon thanks a million Brian and uh, we'll go now and have a little break and a rest and start into year number 16 out of the day there you go please God we'll be around for a little while longer thanks for joining us there. happy birthday late lunch yeah,
4: see you to, Monday here's to another year please what's God. another year
2: what's another year see you Monday bye